0: Welcome to the Writer's Block Party Podcast, with your hosts Meredith Bond and Prue Warren, where they discuss every aspect of a writer's life, from the craft of writing and editing, through publishing and marketing, and finally, into building a global publishing empire. Here is Mary and Prue.
1: and welcome to the podcast. This is Meredith Bond and I'm Prue Warren. And this week we are going to talk about newsletters. Yes, please. Yes, please. Because newsletters are a vital part of a publishing industry of an author's marketing. And uh, you You honestly, nowadays, you cannot be an author and not have a newsletter.
2: Have one, crew. Good. Let's address it. First, though, do you have, you want to start us on some industry news? Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. So this is
1: our new thought. News from the neighborhood. So I'm going to give you a little bit of industry news um, and then we're going to get news from the home because I'm going to tell you what I'm up to. Prue is going to tell you what she's up to so that you all can follow along with our exciting careers because, of course, we know that you want to do that, right? Right. Why wouldn't? Squeak. Okay. So I was listening to Joanna Penn's fantastic podcast, The Creative Pen, because I love Joanna. I love her with a passion. I dare you to find anybody who doesn't, honestly. (laughs) So, what she was talking about, because she always starts her podcast with the news, and what she was talking about this week was the fact that Amazon Music
2: now hosts podcasts. And yes, we are. And, And are we? We are there. If
1: you listen to, if you have an Alexa in your home, all you need to do is say, "Hey Alexa, play The Writer's Block Party podcast." And guess what? You'll get us.
2: Woohoo! <laughs> How lucky for you, eager listener.
1: I know, right? Um, she also mentioned that uh Written Word Media now has a new method of promoting your audiobooks because we all know that audiobooks are really, really popular, but you still have to market them. And so they have a new feature called Audio Thicket, where you can promote your audiobooks. Of course, before this, BookBub promoted audiobooks through their section called Chirp. Um, And we are going to get into audiobooks. Yes, we are.
2: First, I need to publish a book before I can have an audio book. I need to have a written. <laughs> I
1: know, but we're going to talk about audio books because I'm going to start recording my own, Oof. and I'm going to tell you all everything that I have learned about recording your own audio books and or getting audio books done, because I have been studying this for a while. I've been thinking about it for over a year, and I'm I'm just I'm going to jump in with both feet with this. That's exciting. It is exciting. Let's see if it happens. (laughs) I've tried it two or three times already, but I'm really, I'm going to do it this time. I swear I'm going to do it this time. Do it. You can do it. (laughs) Um, And finally, uh, she mentioned that the Ask Ally podcast, that is the podcast of the Alliance of Independent Authors, um, had a special episode on Amazon advertising, which is not only good because we all want to know more about amazon advertising but because it was told uh, the hosts of the podcast were told about amazon amazon advertising by none other than amazon themselves so you got the whole shebang from you know from from the 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 mouth of
2: mouth yes the
1: horse's mouth that's awesome From the horse's mouth thank you good for the so good. that is all the news that joanna had to share and so i share it with you of course i do recommend that you all listen to joanna's podcast because it is fantastic i learned all sorts of cool stuff there um so on the home front
2: prue what have you been up to this week this week actually I'm I had a phone meeting with a marketing person about doing promotions for my book when it comes out in January. Fantastic. How I know she know. wants to start much earlier than January, so Oh, well, you have, have to. I'm sorry. You have yeah. to. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I don't have a product yet, but she's like, "No, no, we got to we got to set you up for it. We got things to do." So, that was exciting for me.
1: That is very exciting. And how is the book coming?
2: Oh, that book, is, that book is done and is through um, editing with Angela James, who pronounced it utterly delightful. I probably have told you before because I'm very excited about that. Um, and I'm having it copy edited at the beginning of October, and then the proofreader will have it ready for me by the time I get back from my trip in November. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, that is yeah. So exciting. And I'm going to do,
2: do it and push the button with January. You're, you and I are going to push the button together in January.
1: Okay. Okay. We're going to and talk about formatting.
2: You're... Yes, exactly. What's your news on the home front? Uh,
1: my news on the home front is that I am plowing ahead with book number eight of the Ladies <coughs> Wagering Whist Society. <laughs> um, such different places. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're not, because no matter where you are in your writing career, you are still doing the same thing. I am still figuring out my characters. I am figuring out my plot and I am just trying to write like a mad woman. That's all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, I know that feeling. Yeah. So okay, let's talk about, let's
1: do newsletters. Let's okay. Do let's newsletters. do newsletters. Okay. Sure. Sure. Newsletters are, are a great way to get your news out to directly market to people who would be interested. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so many people format their newsletters different ways. Basically, you do want to give your news where you are in your writing process. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading yours, Prue, and mm-hmm. yours, I love your writing style. It is so <gasps> light and funny. I it's just, I, I, I loved reading your newsletter. But I'm an author. Uh-huh. So I'm interested in where you are in the technical side of the process. You know, you, you even say in your newsletter that you are pulling back the curtain on this process for your newsletter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But readers who are just there to read a fun contemporary rom-com right. might not be so interested um, in what's behind the curtain. They like, though, the smoke and mirrors and big booming voice. They don't care about the man behind the curtain.
2: Okay, but... Or the woman. You're right. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but I believe, and and I don't remember if I've been told this, but I think I've been told this, that the goal of the newsletter is to identify the people who think like you do, Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I'm not trying to bait and switch anybody into thinking I'm someone I'm not, mm-hmm. but also to let them get to know you Right. so that you Absolutely. have this sort of feeling that this is your friend. You just haven't met yet. Yes. And so if your friend who you like is doing something that is not necessarily in your wheelhouse, if you like to read rom-coms, but you don't really care about publishing, if your friend starts telling you about publishing and makes it interesting... Aren't you sort of, I mean, if that's what's going on in my life, if that's what's hot in my brain, if that's what's got me jazzed and lit up and full of silly analogies, that's not inappropriate to write about. It is not inappropriate, but I think you should
1: include more about where your book is,
2: or
1: a fantastic breakthrough that you made with your characters, or um, how you decided on the setting where the book takes place, whether it's a mm-hmm. fictional world that you've created or a real world place that you've been to, and you can describe your trip there and how you're adapting it to for your novel, you know, things like that. Those sorts of behind the scenes things, I think, would be enticing. Um, we- I, can- I,
2: I would I would love to have that from an author that I really liked. How do you decide... Obviously, I would if like if I if my next newsletter said, ah, "I'm working on the third one in the series and I've decided this right," and it's uh-huh. and I'm all jazzed up about it and excited. Uh, how do I not? Uh, how do you keep the veil? How do you how do you make sure you're not saying here's the whole plot? <laughs> yeah, yeah, out-
1: you don't want to give the whole plot, You, right. just, you give teasers,
2: <laughs> right? Right, but that must be frustrating for a reader. At some point, you must say. Enough with the teasers. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to balance this. Um,
1: I have to admit, I don't know exactly myself. I just, I, in my newsletters, I say, I have done some. What exactly? What I said for uh, what I'm doing here. I said I'm working on book number eight. And I'm so excited because Christopher is such an exciting, interesting character. And Ellen just revealed her
2: deepest secret and didn't mean to. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, I see what you're doing. So I'm not tormented that I don't know, but my appetite is whetted. Right. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, I think that's an interesting point. Okay. So you saw a couple of versions of my newsletter and you think that maybe it focuses a little bit too much on what I'm learning. Of course, I only have 31, 32 subscribers now. So it's, Wait, and it's I know, going <laughs> I know no, I know them all. Um, <laughs> but the day will come. Okay. Uh, I was talking with the wonderful Mindy Klaski. Mm-hmm who uh, encouraged me to start a newsletter. Mindy is a, is a best-selling author um, of a whole array of genres in the romance world. Um, and she said, she also is flattering, very nice about my writing, and said if people got used to knowing that every Tuesday morning they would have, you know, something silly and fun from you, that would be something that you could build on. Yep. But let's talk about frequency because I have signed up for 10 authors' newsletters and I'm keeping a log of when they write. And most of them never write until they're ready to publish a book.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. You have to be consistent. I mean, yes, there are a lot of authors who do that, but it's not a way to ensure that your newsletter is opened. Mm-hmm. In order to ensure that your newsletter is opened, you need to publish it at the same time, either every week or every month.
2: And how do you feel about weekly versus monthly?
1: If you've got enough to say weekly, then I don't see why you shouldn't send it weekly. Um, I, I, I <laughs> am never
2: at a loss for words.
1: <laughs> I was looking through all the newsletters that I get And I get a newsletter every week from Heather Hildenbrand, who writes Paranormal. Um, And her newsletter is super short. It's just a quick, hey, this is what I'm doing. And uh, maybe an advertisement or a question for the reader, because readers love questions. Sometimes she'll put in a giveaway, because people love giveaways. And then she has this really funny section at the bottom. Shit, my husband says, <laughs> which is great. Every her husband is like a master of stupid dad jokes, and so every week she includes one of his stupid jet dad
2: jokes. That's fab. That's a that's brilliant. What was the original? Shit, my father says. What was the original one uh, that they used to be? I don't remember, but I remember remember. that when my mother was still alive, it was like, Oh, I could match that. I could match that kind of crazy, but okay. Mine were never pithy. Um, So regular features. Let's talk about engagement. Like when you, uh, now that I know everybody, I don't know everybody, but I know most of the people on my list, but the day will come when I don't know everyone. Mm -hmm. I mean, Um, if you say, Gosh, what's your favorite topping for an ice cream sundae? I mean, that's sort of pandering, isn't it? I mean, mm. how do you how do you encourage people to stay engaged without uh, you know, send me your cat picture? Well,
1: I I got another one from another author. I forget her name off the top of my head, who said, "Here's a picture of where I live." And she sent a picture of a large beautiful field. She lives in uh, where the Bronte sisters lived you know wow. in, in on the moors in
2: england wow. right it's oh, beautiful. That's better than the suburbs like me well and, she's, and so she said she's send me a picture so. <laughs> no
1: she said send I me a picture of where you live and ah. so you
2: know i wonder how many pictures she got so you often engage i mean i know you're an author you are a different audience all right when you ask these engagement questions of your readers do you get good responses do they write back um I get
1: of the about 30 percent of my readers who open my mail (laughs) do you think that's okay that that's okay it's not great it's okay um and so of them about 50%, 40% 50%, 40% respond. And I always try and sweeten the pot saying, if you respond to my question, I'll send you a free short story, ah. or a free anthology of short stories or whatever it is. And so I, I try and sweeten it to it and give them some encouragement to answer my questions. And my questions can be, you know, are either, um, where do you like to buy books on what do you read? You know, what sort of device or paperback? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite genre? Things like that.
2: Are you are you seeing it as actual research? I mean, yes. or are you just trying to encourage participation? Both. Both. Yes. Because I think that in my formal life as a fundraiser, it was very easy to say to someone, "If you donate to me, I'll send you a tote bag." Right. Right. But the problem is then you build a list of people who aren't really involved in your mission. They're just looking for a freebie. So you can't get any more money out of them until you have a freebie. Yes. So if you say, if you respond to my question, I will send you, you know, something gorgeous. Which is why
1: I don't ever put in giveaways except when I have a question and really want people to answer. Aha, I see, I see. I do send my readers a free short story every month or every other month, um, depending on how long the short story is. I'll put in about a thousand words of it and split it up over two months, um, so they always know they're getting new, fresh content of you know fictional content from me.
2: That's really smart. That's really um,
1: smart. And what I've started doing with my Ladies Way during Whist Society series is all of the short stories are backstory stories for whatever book I'm writing.
2: Oh, that's smart. So you're taking the you're taking the stuff you've already put together about t- a character. Yeah. Exactly. So oh, I take a
1: defining moment in the character's life and write a super, you know, 5000 3000 2000 word short story snapshot of that defining moment.
2: I think that's I think that's really smart. I think that's a really smart idea. And you do that every month or
1: so. I do that every month. Every month there is a part of a short story in my newsletter. And you mail once a month. I mail once, once a month on the 15th of the, every month. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm.
2: all right all right um the other thing
1: i do is i promote other people's books
2: oh in your newsletter
1: i s- do newsletter swaps
2: and the, pub- the the promotions lady i was talking to was talking about newsletter swaps yes
1: newsletter swaps are fantastic if you are listening and you are an author who writes historical romance email me And I will do a newsletter swap with you. Wow. Right now.
2: You have thousands of people on your newsletter list. What happens if someone emails you and says, I have 31? I mean, at some point you have to say, thanks, sweetie. Come back later. Right? (laughs) I mean.
1: But I I don't have a problem with that. I will promote myself to 31 people who may have never heard of me. I still, that still gets my name in front of people who may not have heard of me. All of them related to me.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> as long as they read historical romance, I don't care. Right, 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 right. That's fascinating. Now, what happens? Okay, so if you do a newsletter swap, you've you've opened up a whole new avenue of questions. How much time do we have left? <laughs> yeah, so good. Um, if you... If someone says, I want to do a newsletter swap, do you want to read their book first? Do you want to say, or do they, do they provide you with an ad? Yes. They, well, they
1: provide me with um, their book cover and their book description and the link where it can be purchased. I see. And if I, it looks like something my readers would enjoy it's another historical romance or it's a paranormal romance because I have some readers that read paranormal, then I will include it in my newsletter and ask for that author to include my books in hers or his. There's even a website that matches people that helps you find these. You've heard of Story Origin? No. Okay, now you have. origin one word, dot com. And there you can search for newsletter swaps. And you can search, you can put in keywords. So I put in Regency and romance and historical. And then I get other authors of Regency, historical, romance, who are looking to swap
2: newsletters you and i need to talk about keywords at some point because yeah ah, there's a big topic <laughs> yeah that is a big topic yep okay all right that's very cool um, but what happens i mean you have you have you have so many more people than you you actually know but let's say that i have a groomed list of oh 31 people just
1: a number randomly off the top of your head
2: (laughs) just pick a number right uh Uh, if somebody says i'll swap my 31 people with your 31 people and together we will broaden our appeal to 62 people Mm -hmm. Uh, but they're terrible i mean at what point do i mean they're bad writers there are bad writers out there 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 are are none here and there are none listening but there are bad writers out there so uh, at what point do you feel a commitment to the people who have signed up for your newsletter to ensure that you are providing them with a high quality recommendation?
1: Yeah, I don't worry about that. I'm terrible. It may be very, very, very bad of me, but I don't worry about that. That is up to my readers to decide for themselves.
2: Okay. All right, I think that's I think that's reasonable. Uh, 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 we, maybe not in this conversation, but let's talk about if you did a news in this conversation, what ad attracts attention in your newsletter? Someone else swaps with you, mm-hmm. and they're sending you their book cover and their blurb and their title. I guess we're into book covers and blurbs and titles as the topic because, because how do you create a swap ad that draws, that gets you those people?
1: I don't create an ad. I just put up their, their book cover and their blurb and, or their, their book description and, and put up a button and say, buy now.
2: And nothing else. Nothing else. Not y- Here's a book from someone. Unless
1: it is actually someone I know. And I have promoted, you know, the books of friends. My editor, who's also a Regency romance author, who I love with a passion. I read every single book. She's an auto buy for me. Um, then uh, Aubrey Wynn. Just put that out there. Aubrey Wynn is an auto buy because she's a fantastic writer. And I love, love, love her books. And How so W W Y N N E. Okay, good. and it's Aubrey.
2: Aubrey, not Audrey.
1: Yes, yes, okay. I, my, I always mistype it. So I know it's Aubrey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she writes fantastic Regency romance, and so when I promote her books in my newsletter, it's
2: I personal. will, I
1: put actually a note into my news section saying my dearest friend Aubrey has come out with a new book and oh my god I read it and you've got to read it too and so look for it below okay then I'll put it in the same way as I put in every others but I will have personally mentioned it in my news
2: okay all right well in that respect a swap can really liven your newsletter. It's not it's not a denigration. It is more opportunity. Yes, absolutely. Because because it's a swap, you are going to be promoted
1: by somebody else to their news newsletter mm-hmm. readers who may mm-hmm. or may not
2: be the same as yours. I I was thinking it was an opportunity for the reader
0: who oh, now yeah.
2: has, has s- not only my engaging newsletter to read, but also the opportunity to see another author. Okay, great. All right, down with the swap concept. Um, This week, I'm trying to do my newsletter on um, Tuesdays at 10 o'clock. That's my my plan. Okay. This week, I fucked up, and I did my newsletter Tuesday at 7.30 in the evening because apparently my short-term memory is shot and I didn't realize it was Tuesday all day just like i didn't realize recording this podcast and i was watching jason momoa videos how much damage do you think it causes to my 31 loyal listeners my loyal readers if my every tuesday at 10 right how consistent how the
1: timing doesn't matter i don't think because they're going to see it in their inbox and open it when they have a chance Right, they're not going to open it at ten oh five when it pops uh, into their uh, inbox.
2: Right, 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 right. That's right.
1: They're probably That's at work and doing stuff, and they're not ready to take a break. And so, at you know twelve thirty or so, when they have time to take a break, or this week at eight when they check their email before they close everything down for the day, uh-huh.
2: whatever. You know, you're just laying gasoline on my fire of procrastination and untimeliness <laughs> every year every week at 10 o'clock don't screw it up okay i won't i promise oh, what the hell whenever you want
1: <laughs> it's good for you to be consistent about
2: the time yes it is yes yes because it then you remember <laughs> put it in my calendar which i now have done thank you okay let's um do you, have any, do you have any other thoughts on newsletters that we haven't covered? Do you want to talk a little bit about design? I mean... Oh, one
1: other thing that I wanted to say. One of your newsletters, you talked about um, your Facebook takeover of the... Cut- yes. ...and whatever contemporary yes. Yes. Uh, page, which is great. But I could just see readers saying, what?! She didn't tell me about it beforehand. Uh, If she had told me, I would have been there. Oh. Yes. Oh. Tell people when you're going to be taking over a Facebook page. Or when you're going to be doing... That would be a good thing
2: to put in a newsletter.
1: Whatever. Your news. Where are you going to be where your readers can find you? Because they want to find you. They want those fantastic once in a lifetime opportunities to meet the author that who they love. So you have to tell them beforehand.
2: Nobody wants to meet me, but that's okay. One day, maybe they will. They will. Okay. All right. Excellent. Um, for next week. Yes. Can we go to cover design or do we want to do keywords? Oh, sure. I would to love cover. to do cover design because Let's I had a thought for my series which I will share with you, even though it is so amateur and childish. And I just wanted your assessment. I am going to work with a cover artist. Yes. Theoretically. Yes, I am. Yes, you Um, are. Yes, I am. So um, this is an unlettered thought, but for next week, I'm going to email you a scribble. Okay. And you're going to say, oh, that's really childish. Let's talk about why. Okay. Okay. Is that a good topic for next week? That's perfect for next week. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> so, this is all good. Um, is there... Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Where what? people should host their newsletters. Where should they host their newsletters? Um, I use MailerLite. Active campaign. What? I use Mailer Light. Um a lot of people use MailChimp, which is good if you have a small number of subscribers, because then it's free. Um there are but there are a bunch of and there's constant comment. Is that what it's called?
2: a contact, I think.
1: Constant yeah, that's it. Constant yeah. contact. A lot of people right. use that too. So make sure that it's someplace where you are not technically threatened. What does that mean?
2: (laughs) Oh my God, are you writing a romance about the newsletters? What's the black moment? What do you mean? What does that mean?
1: That means that you are comfortable with the technology that you need to know and understand in order to put the newsletter together.
2: Because it can be complicated. (laughs) That was that was that was a bait and switch. You gave Thank me this you. thrilling line, and now it's just uh, can you work it or not? Dashboard. Yeah, can you
1: work it or not? That's important. That is very important.
2: That's a well. That's good. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. <laughs> Don't be threatened. Everything's fine. Don't worry. There's no need to tell anyone about this conversation. Just keep it. <laughs> who oh, knows and the okay rest of the world. and the rest of the world that's right um did we get any more subscribers this week did you find oh, are we still at nine i didn't look all right for next week we'll next we'll give week, an update look. Yeah. on who's subscribed and i'm gathering no questions okay
1: oh yeah we need questions people we really need <laughs> questions come on throw us your questions
2: And I'll make up an answer. Yes, give you the answer. (laughs) My answer is famous baseball player Ted Williams because that's what I always answer in Trivial Pursuits in a sports question. Ted Williams, or or it's Muhammad Ali. (laughs) Could be Muhammad Ali, but it's probably Ted Williams. Okay, sorry, it's just Ted Williams. I don't even know who he is, but he keeps coming up in Trivial Pursuits. Also, if you are
1: listening on Apple Podcasts, do not forget to rate our podcast.
2: (gasps) Rate our podcast. And put in
1: a comment.
2: Yes, please. Please. Okay, Mary, if I want your newsletter, how do I sign up for it?
1: What a brilliant question. Um, Let's see. If you go to meredithbond.com slash subscribe
2: no just send them to meredithbond.com and let them wander stagger around looking yeah stagger around and look at things because actually they should do that because
1: on my my website is my blog and a few weeks ago i actually did a blog post on newsletters where I go over all sorts of fantastic stuff on how to get people to subscribe to your newsletter and where to find those subscribers. And I talk about story origin and all of that fun stuff. So just go to meredithbond.com and you'll find it. Okay.
2: Mine is at pruwarren.com.
1: Fantastic. Do you... do you have a very big and bold subscribe button or a pop-up? That's huge.
2: Yeah, it's big. It's big. It's big. I'm it's going big. To it yeah,
1: good. Yeah. I have a pop-up that comes along the bottom because I hate pop-ups that just cover the entire screen. But I have one that that is very gentle and and comes up along the bottom and says, "Please subscribe."
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like you. Mine well, would be like, "Hey." <laughs> Come here. Got something you need to see, man. Huh? <laughs> we're very different people, Mary. We are, okay, we that's long past our half hour limit. People are going to have, have numb bums at this point. No, they've been walking. Power walking. 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 While listening to <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, so next week, covers. What next, makes a good cover?
1: Yes. Send us your questions. We will answer them.
2: Right. right. And thank you for listening. Yeah.
0: That's it for the Writer's Block Party this week. We don't want you getting so drunk on knowledge that you can't drive your laptop safely. But next week we'll be here before you know it. So check out the website at the writer's Block podcast.com one word that's where you can find our archive of past podcasts and a place where you can get in touch with mary and prue or ask questions for the next podcast write with joy friends and see you next week